Super Bowl 57 airs on Fox on Sunday night. Uh, and uh, for many, well, the commercials are uh, as big a draw to watching the Super Bowl as the competition on the field. We're going to talk about what uh, you might look for on Super Bowl Sunday as you're watching the game as far as those commercials go. Our guest is an executive in residence in advertising and promotion and instructor of marketing at Western Michigan University. He's worked on campaigns for some of the biggest companies in the country. Greg Gerfin is with us on WKZO. Greg, good morning. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm doing well, and I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for being with us. Pleasure. How in the world did this become what it has become, this uh, commercial fest? Uh, I mean, it didn't start out this way when the Super Bowl first started. Was there a point where we turned the corner on this? Uh, yeah, there sure was. Uh, the year was 1984, and that was the year that Apple decided to launch its Macintosh home computer. Uh, and the ad that they ran in the Super Bowl in 1984 played off of George Orwell's 1984 was a breakthrough commercial, and it changed the way advertisers approach the big game ever since. Um, so prior to that, it was just sort of basic commercials. After the, this 1984 ad ran, the production values, the celebrities, uh, everything became more of a popularity contest to try to get people's attention. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, what we might expect this Sunday night, and let's start by talking about Beer, because for the first time in 30 years, Anheuser-Busch does not have exclusive rights to advertise during the Super Bowl. So how does that change the game for advertisers? Well, it opens up the doors for a lot of different brands to be able to advertise uh, on the Super Bowl. So for 30 years, Anheuser-Busch, with its brands, has been the only beer that's been advertised on the Super Bowl. This year, you're going to see Molson Coors getting into the Super Bowl with Coors Light and Miller Light. You'll hear uh, ads from um, Crown Royal Whiskey, Remy Martin, Cognac. Heineken will be advertising its no-alcohol beer. Uh, so a whole different category opens up for advertisers to be able to advertise in the big game. Greg Gerfin's our guest from Western Michigan University talking about trends for advertisers in the Super Bowl. Uh, some of these ads uh, we have already seen or certainly know what's coming. Is there a benefit toward leaking this information out rather than uh, surprising everybody on Sunday night? Well, that's one of the big debates uh, that brands have when they're putting their Super Bowl plans together. A lot of brands uh, actually do teasers for their commercials, just like movies would run trailers for their movies. They're actually running these little commercials for their commercials that are going to air on Sunday. The benefit to that is it builds some excitement. Um, this, is a, this is an event that viewers actually look forward to seeing the ads instead of the ads being an intrusion on the programs that they're trying to watch. So they're trying to set up that anticipation there was a Harris poll that was just released this week that said 73% of Super Bowl viewers want to be surprised and see the ads for the very first time during the game. However, from a brand standpoint, uh, brands can get millions and millions of views and impressions of their messages prior to the game by releasing it, kind of doing that slow drip of teasing what's going to be happening uh, on, on Super Bowl Sunday. Also, some ads, some advertisers actually release their commercials. So those commercials are actually seen millions of times prior to 
100 million people seeing them again on Sunday. Greg, should we watch this Super Bowl game with our cell phone cameras open? Certainly should. Uh, This is one of the big trends that we're seeing this year, and that is the uh, opportunity for consumers to actually interact with with the commercials. There are a couple of the sports betting apps that are allowing consumers to make bets about the commercials themselves. FanDuel wow. uh, is offering consumers a chance to bet on Rob Gronkowski kicking a live field goal. Uh, Molson Coors is going to be running a joint ad with Coors Light and Miller Light, and you can actually bet on which brand is going to be mentioned first, as well as some other aspects of the commercial. And then QR codes, uh, the codes that you scan with your phone, will take you from the commercial into other content. So it'll let you uh, see additional footage from the, from the commercial. It may give you opportunities to download certain offers or promotions. And so uh, that interaction is something that we're going to be seeing. And I think it's going to be a trend that will continue in the future. I'm assuming we're not going to see a lot of crypto ads this year but is there is there a new product uh something that might dominate the picture this year um well you're right on the crypto um the with there were actually this was this was going to be the crypto bowl Uh, (laughs) many brands many crypto brands had actually purchased time um, all the way back to the last summer and when the ftx uh, uh issue happened all of those advertisers decided not to run advertising um, so that it, there's no crypto ads uh, in the Super Bowl this year. Um, there's not really one category that's dominating. Uh, the snack food area is always a popular area. Uh, one kind of uh, category that's a little bit absent is cars. There's only four mm-hmm. different car brands that will be advertising this year. Typically, those uh, run over five, six, seven, eight different brands are running. Uh, the used car um, sites are not advertising this year. Um, so there's some certain categories that are missing, but there's not really one category dominating. All right, bottom line here, Greg, advertisers spend millions on these ads in the Super Bowl. Do they get their money's worth? Well, that depends on how the brands measure their success. Um, the, the ads cost $7 million, uh, up to $7 million for the 30 seconds. And that's a huge investment, but that's only a part of their investment. They're also, they also have to make the commercial. They have to pay the celebrities that are in it. The return on the investment um, is, uh, it, it's a tough, it's a tough road, but the exposure that you get, it is the biggest event. You can't get any more eyeballs on your ad at one single time during the year. Um, so the exposure is great. If you're launching a new product, it can really jumpstart that new product and get you know, set it off for success. If you've got a commercial that's very popular, people will continue to talk about it and the impressions will keep adding up. So you're able to amortize that cost across a lot of different impressions. Uh, and, and some brands advertise for the reminder value. It's brands that we may not think of all the time, and suddenly we see it on the Super Bowl, and, and it may jumpstart their sales, put a big spike into their sales right after the Super Bowl. Um, so it depends on how the brands want to measure, but um, it definitely can pay off. It's a fascinating topic ahead of the Super Bowl, the uh, the theories and the uh, thought behind all of this. Greg Griffiths has been our guest, uh, Greg's executive in residence in advertising and promotion and instructor of marketing. 
uh, at Western Michigan University. Uh, thanks for sharing your expertise on this, Greg. Enjoy the game. Thank you.